What up? What up? Hold on, let me take my shirt off before I record. Man, bro, I'm gonna fight you. I hope you get that. I hope you save that part. I'm leaving. I'm definitely leaving that in, Paul. All right. Well, I don't want uh, it to rub against my shirt. So, what better way to go than person? He's gonna let it sit on your chest, huh? Come on, not like the way you described it. <laughs> I, it is what it is, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm in my own privacy of my house. I thought I could get away with it. Hey, if that's what you like, just let it sit right there. On your chair. I'm not letting any. Okay, you know what? All right. Well, welcome to the Russell and Nick podcast. This is episode two. We appreciate you all for joining us again. Coming back, I am uh, one of the hosts, Russell, and uh, I also want to welcome. My slim, thick co-host, Nick, to the party. I'm out here thick with it. What's up? <laughs> um, great weekend, man. How's it feel to be, what, 34, 35, 38? How old are you? 34, man. Uh, 34. I enjoyed it in the weak city of Missouri, I mean, St. Louis. We was in the state of Missouri. Uh, anybody that ever visits that city, just don't. I mean... Anybody from St. Louis, I don't care if I'm offending you, really don't, but uh, was very, very disappointed. We walked downtown on Memorial Day weekend and found nothing to do. So, um, okay. Uh, so you so you went to Nellyville and you were disappointed? I, I, re- I really feel like he needs to redo that song. Like, welcome to Nellyville, you know, it. It's it's horrible. Like I didn't see anything. I didn't see any of the Saint Lunatics. I didn't see any tip drills. So you I weren't just... playing Troop of Dead with Dying Pieces or their nieces, or their nieces. Mm. Telling me it's more than two words that they, they can eat a Reese's. Like yeah. I, I, <laughs> there I, were no Reese's there, huh? <laughs> no Reese's. I mean, it's. I, I think I had more fun at Cotton Eye Joe's in Cookville, Tennessee. Oh, that's trash. That is utter trash. I'm sorry you had to go through that, friend. I, I, I appreciate it. It was it was really disheartening because I went up there, saw a great game, a great stadium. St. Louis Cardinal Stadium is awesome. The Braves won, so I'm hyped, and it's nothing to do there at all. So, so Nick is a huge baseball fan. Um, one of the things that he enjoys doing, besides his uh, long walks on the beach he told you about the previous episode, um, is going to different baseball stadiums. So that's what he's talking about here, right? Yes, and that's a bucket list I started back in 2016. I am now I have now visited 20 stadiums and I have 11 more to go. And I know it's 30 teams, but I count Atlanta twice because I went to their old stadium and their new stadium. Got it. Got it. Uh anything interesting happened while you were up there? Not a damn thing. <laughs> it was <laughs> if it wasn't for the baseball trip, I would really, I would have voted to get rid of that state. I'm so like, glad that I didn't go on that trip. I mean, yeah, it, it should. America should be. They need to take a star off the flag for, for Missouri. I think here's the funniest part about this to me is that you had an absolutely. I'm not gonna say horrible time because you got to go to the game, but the funniest part to me. Is that the St. Louis trip was my idea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you didn't go. And I mean, granted, I'm glad I was able to go to the stadium, right. uh, have fun, kid with my homie. But uh, that was pretty much it. I mean, it's something I could have done locally, but I mean, I couldn't have visited 
the stadium locally. So it was it was pretty cool to to visit the stadium. And we also went to Kansas City, but we had a bad such a bad taste from St. Louis. We didn't even go out in, in Kansas City. So we hit the road at four o'clock in the morning to get out of Missouri. Oh, that's not even like y'all. Y'all are late sleepers. Right. So but uh, what about you? Did you do anything this weekend, Memorial Day weekend? So uh Sunday was my anniversary. Um so the wife and I actually were able to get some alone time. We dropped the daughter off with the uh, grandparents and alone uh, time, wink wink. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me blush. Stop it. I'll say it. <laughs> no, man. Uh we went to go see the new Aladdin. Uh that's one of my wife's favorite movies from the childhood. So we went to go see the new version of that and had a little dinner and that was really about it, man. We are so old and watched. I think we were asleep by ten thirty. Man, that is life. Uh, what are you, 33? thirty three? Yeah, yeah, right behind you, Paul. Yeah, I guess it gets, um, <laughs> it gets worse. Uh, trust me. But real quick, want to touch on because I, I went on a company trip to see Aladdin a day. What's your quick thoughts about that movie? Um, it didn't wow me. It was it was just okay. Like they didn't do anything new to the movie. I thought Will's character was better than what I was expecting. Um, Aladdin's character was cool. Jasmine's character was cool. I felt like that the her song at the end. I, I'm starting to see a trend that I feel like Hollywood is like forcing a song or an image um, onto these movies to say to make it look like it's representation instead of incorporating the theme throughout the movie, which they did here. Don't get me wrong, but. It's just something they're like, okay, well, we've got to have one definitive, bam, look at this. We're making sure that women are strong or black people are here or uh, gay people are represented. Like, I just feel like that's what they were doing with that song. Yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, I, I, I love the movie. It was, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't looking for them to change anything. You look like you were looking for I appreciate it. I mean, it, it was a good movie. It's, it's a lad. I don't know what you wanted. I don't know if you wanted a UFO to come out the sky or something. It, and Will Smith's character was better than I, I thought it would be. So I enjoyed it. I mean, it, like I said, I, I didn't feel like I wasted my money. It was cool. It was, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was a good movie. I, uh, like I said, I wasn't wild by it is all I'm saying. I wasn't walking out like, oh my God, I got to go see it again. But at the same time, I didn't mind the fact that I spent money to see it the first time. So Nothing wows you. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So uh, before we get really started, I want to take a moment to um, thank everybody who listened to our first episode. We are at roughly 50 listens, and that's off of one post. We posted, our friends listened to it. They gave us some really good constructive feedback and some positive feedback. So from Nick and myself, we want to thank you all for listening and hope that you all continue to stay with us. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. And also, tell your friends about it. They, and we we want any feedback, either positive, negative, uh, constantly trying to work on it, trying to get better, trying to improve, trying to give you guys better content. So uh, we just want to thank you all again. All right. So that was the last adult thing that we plan on talking about this podcast. So we want to get that out there. We want to make sure that you all knew that you were appreciated. Now, let's get started with the show, man. So the first thing I need to get off my chest, I haven't told Nick anything about this. I... This follows right off of what I just said. 
we're very grateful for all of our friends. I want you all to know the sacrifice that I'm already having to make. I'm going to let you all behind the curtains. I don't really like Nick like that. Like, people have known us to be great friends, best friends, even if you will, for almost 15 years now. Um, You probably think that we talk a lot. We don't. And I really don't want to talk to Nick every day. But now we're talking about this podcast. We're trying to look at different ways to grow it and market it and different subjects that we can talk about. And it's making me really uncomfortable having to deal with this dude. So I just want y'all to know what I'm having to deal with. And um, he's having the time of his life. It could be the complete opposite. I I really despise (laughs) you, honestly. But this is – I feel like the universe is trying to keep us somewhat friends by making this idea. And I was hoping it bombed the first time. I hope nobody liked it. So I'll have a reason not to even talk to you anymore. I was going to – I really tried tried to stop being your friend 10 years ago, and you wouldn't let me. I was going to – Something about needing a role model. If you were my role model, then my life would be highly successful, like you are. (laughs) Because I was going to remove you from group me. I was going to delete your number. Uh, I was going to spread rumors about you. Uh, They're going to probably be true, knowing you. I was going to say you could just spread the truth and probably get me kicked out of most things I got going. Yeah, I put out a couple hits on you. They just were unsuccessful because I was cheap. So, <laughs> bro, that's terrible. You're a hitman of trash. <laughs> and speaking of trash hitman, bro, if you ever sent a hitman to me and watch this transition, bro, I would knock them out like the baby. See what I did there? Bro, let's wrap up. You see what I did? Bro, first of all, shout out. I, I wish I had sound effects. I want to give him a round of applause. Shout out to the baby for being the only 90s rapper left in this current generation. Like, if you are the type of person that likes your rappers to not be, you know what I'm saying, twerking and wearing purses, <laughs> if you like your rappers to be knocking folks out, the baby is for you. Like, I knew that the baby was for me when I was watching, pause, watching a, um, <laughs> a video of him. He was in Atlanta. You know, the baby's from Charlotte. Not sure how familiar you are with his background. But the baby was doing a video shoot in somebody else's hood. It was him. It was a couple of white guys filming. The director was white. Like, basically him and a model. He was being pressed. Hold on, hold on. Don't want to don't wanna, uh, get you off your train of thought, but was he standing on some stairs during this? Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, yep. I, did, I did not know that was the baby. That I remember the baby. seeing the clip. But I didn't know that was him. Now it's coming together for you, huh? Yes. So, anyway, the guys walk up and basically tell him, like, hey, bro, you got to check in. And he was like, check in where, bro? <laughs> and, I mean, and that, that kind of tells me who he is. I mean, like, I've seen videos of that. I've seen a video of him knocking dude out while performing and get back on stage and finish rapping. But let's talk about this particular instance, because we're not going to talk about the Walmart incident, which he openly raps about, but <laughs> anybody, anybody, why are people still, let me ask you this, Nick, I'm going to talk to you, I've been talking a little too much. Why are people running down on the baby still? Well, it, it probably comes to your point that they don't take these rappers serious, because you know, you got Takashi, you got some of these, you got Uzi Vert, some of them, I, I, you know, I would run up on them, but the baby is really about that life. 
So, but and, action, boss. man, the first time I actually listened to him was when we went to go play ball that one Saturday, and you you played his music, and you told me that he really j- just did this verse he rapped about. So I'm like, cool, you know, he, he may be a real one, but this incident right here that just happened, oh, he's certified. <laughs> like, I would not mess with this man at all. It, it's certain rappers that you want to, you don't want to have beef with, and that's one of them. Right, we have known each other for quite some time. We've been in a few altercations together. A <laughs> um, couple incidents come to mind, but um, you know we've seen each other have to have to get down. You know, since sometimes you just gotta you gotta throw hands. I've never in my life seen you knock the pants off of somebody, bro. Like I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I've been trying to think about it. Not I, I actually tweeted to Bill Nye, and I was like, "Is it scientifically <laughs> possible for that to happen off of a knockout?" And he said, "Nah." And it was like <laughs> NAW. <laughs> so I don't know how it's possible for him to knock him out where his pants were down. I, I don't know. I know how gravity works, but I don't know how that coincides with a punch. <laughs> I mean, so here's what okay, let me let me take y'all down how my mind works, right? If me and you are out, which is a likelihood, you and I could be out anywhere. We could be, you know what I'm saying, walking through the mall, we could be getting something to eat. If I got beef with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And they have been talking cash, whatever, and you with me, and you see me like, man, I'm not even sweating that. I'm finna pay for my food, pay for my whatever and get out of here. And do Square up like he won't problems. Why would he not expect to get jumped? Like, what is what's the outcome here? You think I'm gonna run you a fair one? No, bro. We about to, <laughs> we about to beat the brakes off of you. What do you think is gonna happen? We tried to avoid the altercation, you know. So that's on you at that point. But I can tell you, like reverse the situation. If you and dude got beef, I'm gonna sit back for a second. I'm gonna see kind of how you want to handle because this ain't got nothing to do with me. This is between you and him, and which. Um, dude's name is Colehart Cam or something like that. He's he deserved to be knocked out. <laughs> He's a rapper from Charlotte as well. And so, you know, I think it's just a clout chaser. And um, yeah, I mean, he ran down on the baby and got knocked out, but I just, I would sit back and see how you wanted to handle that situation. And then from there, whatever, <laughs> once it got popping, it's popping. Like, I don't know I, I really don't understand these young people's mindset. Like I really went on a on a Twitter rant not too long ago because I don't understand the mindset of these young people. Like why, for instance, a video circulating, you know, recently last night or whatever, um, and this morning of a young lady. I'm assuming she's a young lady. Basically, found out that there was another woman in her house receiving mail at her house, even though she had kind of moved out. Her and her dude were having problems or whatever, right? Why is she holding the camera in her left Oh, and she pistol whipped her? And pistol whipping the girl with her right... Like, why are you recording yourself committing a felony? It's called dumb. That's that's what it is. And no one ever goes after the guy. It's always the girl. I mean, I'm just glad that she didn't shoot the woman, but it goes back to Cam. Like, Cam ran down on dude trying to you know what I'm saying, get a little clout, like, hey, I'm going to walk up, I'm going to be the one and I got the baby. And the next thing you know, we getting videos online and you laying there with your pants <laughs> down, 
bloody nose and nobody there to help you. Like, you look stupid. So now, yeah, you got 50,000 more followers, which he was bragging about, and they're all going to be gone in a couple of days, and nobody's going to remember you except for all that's going to happen now is your kids are going to get beat up at school because their daddy can't fight. Like, I... The look on his face when he was... He didn't even realize what he, where he was. And the look on his face looked like he got flashy thing. <laughs> that was, that's what made the video for me because the baby was filming and he just looked up like, where am I? And that took the cake for me. Man, I don't know. That, that whole situation was funny, but this is my PSA to everybody. I've got a couple of friends that are rappers. Shout out to uh, Flo, your brother. Shout out to Type T. Shout out to Pule. Anybody else that I know that's out here rapping? Me? I got bars. But that's for another day. All right. So, um, shout out to all the rappers that, <laughs> that I know. I would give you all just a, a public service announcement, a little piece of advice. Whatever you do, do not run down on the baby. Because if you get knocked out, I'm going to laugh hysterically, heartily for the rest of your life. Like, imagine somebody laughing at you every time you see them for the rest of your life. And then what are you going to do? If the baby knock you out, you can't knock me out. I mean, that's just the way I think about it. So now, you just got to get laughed at. Man. Yeah, please don't do it. Please don't. That is certain people you don't play with, and he's one of them. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, you don't play with Jesus. You don't play with the baby. You don't play with, like, Mike Tyson. And you don't play with Russell. Like, those are well-known, respected people with their hands. And, um, yeah. So, <laughs> anything else about the baby? Nah, because I don't want to say nothing to... <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want smoke. <laughs> I, I really don't. He showed up. At my, you know, he showed up in my career want to fight. You know, you got it, bro. Like, let's play Xbox or something. You know what the worst part right. about getting into an, a, an argument with the baby or a disagreement with the baby? What? Is... We're to the age now where we openly talk about, I'm not going to fight you. I'm just going to shoot you. Right. He might be a better shooter than you. He was probably strapped at the Gucci store. Dude ran down on him in Walmart and, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you know, you know. As Pusher <laughs> said, if you know, you know. But, no, nah, man, I'm done done with the, uh, the baby. Yeah. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you about. You are... Uh, you're out here in these streets, right? Whatever so, that is. You're just not married. You know, whatever your situation is, is what your situation is. Uh, what they used to say, uh, I'm, <laughs> what they used to get off was understood. Don't have to be explained. <laughs> <laughs> or that's the dumbest quote folks used to get off anyway. But uh, anyway, whatever that means. So <laughs> I just found out that um, there's a new page that exists on Twitter and I thought this might be of interest to you and I want to get your thoughts on it. Okay. It is, uh, now I'm not going to say the actual word, I'm going to give you another word for it, so uh, we're going to call it a penis but it is a penis Uh yelp. So what's happening is young ladies are out here having sexual encounters with young men such as yourself or any other young men that may be out here and then they are going back and DMing this Twitter account and giving updates of <laughs> what the sex is like. So basically, it's an advanced version of the BDR report. It is the 2019 version of BDR. 
And I don't know that uh, men were supposed to know that the BDR existed, so we're out here spilling secrets, but it's out here now. <laughs> yeah, well, you shouldn't be whack. But anyway. Is that, does that concern you? Not at all. I mean, okay, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's be real here. Come on now. This is our podcast. We pride ourselves on being us. Uh, you just turned 34. Anyway, uh, transitioning. <laughs> what is your question on this this yelp that you participated in? What do you in? think about it, man? What do you think about it? <laughs> Obviously, you left a comment. <laughs> but, uh, like Nick's trash. That's interesting. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that's that's interesting. That I mean, it doesn't surprise me though. So it, here's what I found, um, and I. You know, shout out to the Joe Budden podcast. They'll never hear this, but uh, this is where I picked up this topic from. And they actually <laughs> went and re- lit, uh, read some of the reviews. And they were talking about how women were so detailed in their reviews. They were talking about how the man, you know, his R wasn't necessarily owned when they were out having a date and uh, different things about how. You know, he didn't move. He wasn't paying attention to her body. And, you know, it wasn't just a physical, like, it was good or bad, right? Wow. Now, now, <laughs> they're also, if your mind works like mine works and how the people on the Joe Budden podcast, how their mind works, you then want to know, is there a alternative? Is there a female version is there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So the answer there is absolutely yes. And <laughs> is it as descriptive? <laughs> <laughs> the name the name is, from what I've been told, uh, and I'll look it up sometime when I'm bored, but it's not as descriptive <laughs> in, their, doesn't, in the way they I, describe the encounters. It's <laughs> they said it's literally like, man, she was trash. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, it's like an Amazon review. <laughs> if, if I had to read it, it was nice booty, but don't know how to use it. I give it a three star. <laughs> like, would not recommend. I guarantee you, it's not as descriptive, and so that's that makes sense to me. And you know, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, speaking of which, uh. I, didn't Iggy like release some news or she had some news? <laughs> so we, I have a, uh, a group chat going with some friends and uh, this subject actually came up. So shout out to my boy. I don't know if he wants me to uh, say his name, <laughs> but he does. He was actually, he's the one who sent the feedback about, uh, about you that I sent you. So uh, a plus. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> he talked about <laughs> I'm talking about the podcast review. I'm not talking about your 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 Yelp review. Um, uh. <laughs> so <laughs> we he uh he was talking about he or he basically showed a picture of the leaked nudes, right? And I was like, ooh, get these off of my phone because I'm an upstanding young gentleman. I don't want to see this. And then <laughs> right behind it, he posted a picture. Uh, from Iggy's Instagram. Now it's almost the exact same picture. Like there's nothing more covered up in 
picture A versus picture B. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, does she still have a case? Do you feel like it's still valid for her to be as upset if she's openly releasing these? Or does she have a right to her privacy? What do you think? Well, she does have a right to her privacy, and, and she could have gotten hacked. Who knows? But, you know, I, I assume any naked picture can potentially be hacked. So you just got to take that into consideration whenever so, you... pause for a second right there. These pictures are from a photo shoot that she did, uh, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago or whatever. And she was promised that any her, uh, any pictures of her topless or where you could actually see her breast would not be um, would not be made public. First so, of all, who's requesting to see Iggy topless? That's the first question. <laughs> there we go. That's where I'm trying to get to. <laughs> that, whoever that photographer is should lose their license to even request that image. Iggy, Iggy doesn't, doesn't do it for you. Iggy does nothing. First of all, she has a builder body, builder bare body. Like nothing is her on her is authentic, probably. So Iggy does nothing for me at all. I don't even her music is trash. I don't even know why she's still relevant. I've never looked at Iggy and been like, ooh, yeah, that's it. I like powdered donut looking women. Like that's not what does it for me. So Yeah, it's nothing. I don't know what Swaggy P was thinking, but you know, they say love is blind. So first of all, if you're trying to understand what Swaggy P is thinking. You're already you've already lost anyway. This is the dude who got only who only got tattoos on his left arm because he said his right arm was getting buckets. <laughs> he got it. He gets buckets, man. That's Swaggy P. Right. He he's the one who he named himself Swaggy. Anybody who names himself Swaggy P. He has a ring. I so mean, yeah. Yep. So, so he's Javel McGee. But what does that mean? <laughs> he's better than all some of the greats. Apparently that's that's what in sports talk, that is what matters is only rings. Speaking of sports talk, since we're on that subject now, uh, the finals is coming up Thursday. Well, tomorrow. So, who you got winning the series and how many games? Now you're trash at podcasting because we're not putting this podcast out to Friday. But uh, <laughs> oh shoot! Well, yesterday. <laughs> so the finals began yesterday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no man, I I got Golden State and I mean just out of sheer respect for Kawhi, Golden State and five. <laughs> I I really if I had to if I had to put an amount of money that really matters to me down on it, so you know, fifty cent or so, I would I would almost bet a sweep. Like I, I don't see I mean, maybe Toronto steals one or two, but I mean, I yeah, I can't see it. I got Golden State. I don't know. I don't see a sweep. And this is also also the same Kawhi that had them up by almost twenty before he got hurt game one when they played them two years ago. You know, and he has a better supporting cast, you can argue, than he had with the Spurs that year. Yeah, but he doesn't have a better coach. Yeah, but I don't know. I want the Raptors to win. Now, I can't go against a team that as deep as the Warriors, but I, I you can't. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what? But, so, what's your prediction, man? You're giving me all this. this Raptors and six. You got Raptors and six? Yeah. Raptors and six. Six, 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 six. That's Drake was saying. 
And I got Golden State. I'll go Golden State in five just to give myself some room. All right. So this is officially recorded, so you can't go back on it. Um, so we already talked about a couple of things. We talked about the the most important thing, which were the Iggy nudes. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah, um, I'm done throwing up. So, Nick, we talked about <laughs> we we talked about the uh, the penis yep. We also talked about your birthday. Uh, talked about you being 34, right? Yeah. Tell me some things right now that you're trash at that you used to be good at. Well, I don't think I... Actually, I think when I was growing up, I was an emotional person. I used to cry all the time because I love being around my parents or people that <laughs> <I> were from... <laughs> So... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was familiar with and or my family, you know, I I enjoyed being around. If not, then I would just cry, cry, cry. Right. So I was a emotional child. Now I don't know where the emotions went. And because you suppress them, you really you really need to go get counseling. I thought about that. I'm dead serious. I'm not even making a joke. I've considered it, but then I don't really believe i don't know i don't really believe in counseling like that i don't knock anybody that's done it i just don't want to sit there and tell anybody or, or have a conversation with i don't know i think why, i'm doing well why don't you believe in counseling like you think it's the boogeyman or what's up i get a word for me how do you know because i know a lot of stuff and that's one of them no you clearly don't <laughs> let's talk about this for a second because this is a a hot about topic, especially amongst uh, black millennials, like everybody's own. Say to the depression. <laughs> so, why don't you? Why don't you think that? Why don't you think mental health is important? Why do you hate people who have mental health issues? What? <laughs> I have no problem with people with mental health issues, and I commend them from seeking therapy. I just don't think I 100% need it. I'm not mentally unstable. How do you know? Because I'm not depressed. How do you know? Because I know I'm not depressed. I, it's my mind. What kind of How question you, is that? How do you what, know you're living? Do you know what clinical depression is? Yes, not me. What are the symptoms? Not smiling, ever. Oh. <laughs> God. So, now y'all see why I say Nick is problematic. This is why he doesn't like talking to me. <laughs> he's going to get into this little cocoon, and he's going to go on and basically be a jerk. Um. And I'm out here just trying to be the best friend I can be, you know? We're not even friends. We're podcast mates. <laughs> right. I don't don't ever add mates to anything associated <laughs> with me. First one. So, I mean, I don't know what you want from me. So, what else do you trash at? <laughs> like in life? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's just That's being it. emotionally unavailable. <laughs> yeah that's it so, I haven't really pretty damn perfect <laughs> <laughs> so what about you what are you what are you bad at that you used to be good at man so I am 33 and I'm almost 34 what, uh, with what you're good at or what you're trash at well Nicholas 
if you would let me finish my thought, I would be able to explain it. But <laughs> no. Um, so as you get older, your body changes. You see where I'm going with this? You got me? You with me? Oh. Um, no, I just wanted to make that awkward. No, I, I'm absolutely trash at staying awake. Bro, I will be sitting there doing anything and almost fall asleep. It can be the middle of the day. It could be 5 p.m. Or at 8 o'clock, I'm yawning. Like, right now when we're recording this podcast, my eyes are getting droopy. Terrible. Man, you're terrible. Shut up. <laughs> Tell me what to do. That's why I have emotional scars because the way you talk to me. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad I could emotionally scar you. Uh, this is getting awkward. So, <laughs> uh, moving on. What, um, how was your childhood? Like, what would, what would eight-year-old your childhood? Yeah. Right, I'm going to teach you how to transition, man, but go ahead. Get, get, your, get your topic off. What would you like me to say? Well, speaking of children, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to catch a predator. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would eight-year-old Russell be doing uh, or preparing to do once school is out? Macking and hanging. Oh. So, what would the real... Eight-year-old. So, eight-year-old Russell was still in Chattanooga um, at this time. One, two, three. Man, all day. So, most people know me, know me from being from Murfreesboro, but I actually born and raised half of my my childhood in Chattanooga. That's where all of my family is outside of my immediate family. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I would still be in Chattanooga. So with it, with that being said, my dad was working nights. My mom was working a couple of different jobs. So I would probably have been up at my grandma's house a lot of the time or watching my brother while my dad slept during the day, uh, playing baseball in the summertime, trying to find the frozen lady, which happened to be my grandma. So it wasn't very hard to find. But she always made me give her a quarter. Like she always wanted my quarter. Like, come on now. It's always it's always your family. I had to – where am I supposed to get these quarters from? But, uh, <laughs> no, man, I mean, that was pretty much what I – I mean, I was a typical kid, man. I was just trying to ride bikes and be outside all day, go play baseball. I don't think I started playing football until, um, until I moved to Murfreesboro. So, baseball was actually – my first love and still something I enjoy playing to this day, but uh, yeah, that's what I would have been on. I'm way better than you. If you're if you're better than me, you would be playing right now for the Braves. You're not playing for the Braves. That I could have. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually, if Tim Tebow's in Triple A, you're to go through that. <laughs> if Tim Tebow's in Triple A, you can't tell me I can't play for the Braves. Man, Tebow got something we don't have, and that's money. Oh, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> white skin, but <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna take it there. <laughs> oh man, my wife is gonna kill me. Uh, she's already gonna kill you when she finds out about. Never mind. Um, so <laughs> uh, just know if I get divorced, if my wife ever leaves me, you and I are roommates. Who signed off to that? Don't worry about it. All right, I got your social security number. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make up a little game. I'm going to give out one digit each week and see if people can figure it out. 
I mean, I pretty much know yours. I just got to guess the Seven. last two numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing is, you else have the same number. <laughs> it's the same exact social security number except the last three digits. You don't remember mine, though. So, I, um, Nick and I were roommates in college. So, when we, whenever, for some strange reason, tell you how trash our uh, school was, they actually sent each other, sent us who our roommate was going to be, which is obviously Nick. And uh, I was his roommate, of course, uh, one year. And for some reason, they included the other person's social security number. Now, it just so happens that our, because I guess because we were both born in Chattanooga, we have almost the exact same social security number. And to this day, Nick has accidentally co-signed on a car, a house. I've got a couple of payday loans out. No, one of my credit score just dropped. Yeah, I hate that you're down to the 849 now. <laughs> That'd be nice. But yeah, man, uh, what was your childhood? You getting beat up by Jeremy? Nah, man, uh, probably at this time I'd be probably, you know, re- re-up, you know, out on the block, chat, you know, Pushing that weight so my family can eat, but uh, no, I was uh probably preparing for summer camp. I would go to Avondale Rec Center every summer, and uh, we would just be there every every day. My mom worked second shift. My dad worked a couple of jobs, so he was either go to summer camp or be at home alone. Which at eight years old, you know. I didn't know how comfortable my parents felt, which we did have times where they did leave us at home, which we we didn't have cable. So we watched the same three movies every single day. And then I made a basketball court out of laundry baskets. And that was my day. Man, the simple time. I would gladly watch three, the same three movies every day if I didn't have to pay bills anymore. But the funny thing about and, and VHS, you could store so much memory on that. But the three movies in this order was Ninja Turtles 1, Adventures in Babysitting, (laughs) Ninja Turtles 2. Do not know why those three movies was on there together. But those are the three movies we watched almost every single day. Right, you had trash movies. Ninja Turtles 1 was a classic. Ninja Turtles 2 was even better. But the Adventures in Babysitting is what's a great movie. I mean, you would say that just the, it's the same way that Memphis people swear up and down the circle bees are delicious. Just because you don't know any better doesn't mean that it's true. <laughs> what were you watching? What movies were you watching? Young Russell watching? Oh, uh, the Scrambled Cinemax. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't find, find any stashes in your house? I, um, actually, no. But I definitely... About, well, no, I didn't start trying to watch the scramble until, uh, you know, remember the little cable boxes? Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to get, like, if you watch it late at night where you could, like, see a boob, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was on when we moved to Murfreesboro. That's Let's talk about how kids got it easy these days. You know, back in the day, we had to stay up to, you know, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, watch Uncut, you know, uh, HBO had yeah. sex on there, and then. You had to sneak and watch that with the volume. Now, now you can, all you got to do is have a smartphone. Hey, we were so excited back in our younger, younger, younger days to see what might have been 
a woman's breast. Like, just maybe. Uh, these kids are pulling up any and everything at school. Everything. Like, they don't care. Everything. These kids are, are getting it in, man. But uh, I digress from there. Nick, what else you got on your uh, what else you got on your your agenda? Uh, since we talk about childhood, uh, a lot of things remind me of you know the way we used to wear our clothes. Like I remember having the baggy Jabot jeans, the and I wear a medium now. I was wearing a two X <laughs> and tall tees. Yep, in my white tee. Yep, <laughs> it's funny, and I know. Clothing trends change over the years. However, I used to own nothing but sweatpants. In college, it was sweatpants <laughs> and gym shorts. I did not own a pair of jeans. And Russell can attest to this because <laughs> I had different color sweatpants. I had different color do-rags to match the sweatpants. So No, uh, see, here, no, I, I'm going to catch you off. Because what you're, what you're not going to do is undersell. When he says that he had... Every like cut different color sweatpants. He means that he had every color. He had orange, red, yellow, white, black, red, yellow, white, red, yellow, brown, green. Like literally every pair. But we already told you that he was a Nelly fan. So then he had to have the matching Air Forces. So he had the black, the white, the white with the blue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you had all that. And then he's matching the Durac. Like you never saw Nick. It could be 95 degrees outside. Nick has on sweatpants. A 2X white tee, a matching headband, and the forces on. Period. The only time you ever saw him anything else is when we were hooping. Am I lying? I mean, during the summer, I did have a lot of gym shorts, but you never seen me in, in jeans. That is something that you've never seen me. Hell, I borrowed your clothes for graduation. So I had to fight Nick to make him wear jeans one time. So, story time. We are in college. We are um, on a trip with our business fraternity we both uh joined a business fraternity ak side and <laughs> so we were down in atlanta for uh the the convention si and so we <laughs> let me be careful here <laughs> let me <laughs> we got to protect our political alliances but um uh, there were some things going on and we eventually found out about a party. Now, the thing about AK side, AK side is a largely predominantly white fraternity. It was started for white men uh, by white men in Brooklyn before segregation had even begun to be thought about. Somehow, some way in the South and a few other pockets, it has uh, become layered chapters that are predominantly black. And so it just so happened to be that where we were at, most of the black chapters were there. So we quickly made friends. We made friends that went to TSU, made friends that went to a couple different places. So, you know, we're young, single, trying to get it popping. We're talking to uh, some nice young ladies that were wanting to have Bible study and all this type of stuff. And so they told us they were going to minister at a, uh, at a, a party. There was a party going on. And we are all getting ready to go out and it's supposed to be at a club. So, you know, me, our boy Brian, what up, B? We're getting dressed 
and uh, we're all putting on jeans. At the time, most people were wearing butt downs, probably some little shoes or whatever, getting ready to go out. Nick looks at us, goes over to his back, <laughs> pulls out red sweatpants, <laughs> a white, <laughs> a red do rag, and he's ready to roll. We're like, Nick, you're not going to be able to get in. Now, keep in mind, we're not driving, so it's not like we just shoot back to the hotel if he can't get in. Once yeah, we were there, we're there. That, didn't we? we were catching a shuttle. Yeah. So after it literally took about 15, 20 minutes of Nick and two of his best friends arguing about putting on jeans. Now, I, at the time, outweighed Nick by 60, 70 pounds. It's probably still true to this day. So Nick literally had his belt wrapped around him twice and had his shirt hanging over the belt so that nobody would see how tight the pants were on him just so that he would be able to get into the club. That's how dedicated it was to the point to where he said, F it, I'm just going to stay here. So that's how dedicated to the sweatpants life he was. Man, it was a movement. <laughs> I, I mean, they're so comfortable. The sweatpants are the most comfortable piece of clothing. I wish I could wear them to work. But I don't know. Really, they were just easy. But we're talking about the clothing, and I actually put some thought into this. So to us, a lot of the things that people – well, I can't say to us, to me. I'll speak for myself and let you speak for yourself. But a lot of the things that people are wearing seem kind of, kind of weird to me. Like, I can't – Imagine being in skin tight pants or, you know, these grown men walking around with purses and fanny packs and all this type of stuff. But at the same time, our generation might be the weird generation. And this is why I say that. We are literally the only generation in the modern era, if you will, that wore stuff extremely loose. Like, dog, we used to wear pants so big that we would wear basketball shorts under the pants. Yeah, it was some 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 weird times. If you look back at it, like, I look at some pictures and the clothing I used to wear and nothing fit, it's crazy. Oh, I didn't want a white tee if it wasn't a 3X or up, period. And it had to be tall. Like, if it didn't come down to almost my knees, I didn't want it. If my polo wasn't going past my elbows, I was not wearing it. Uh, and then you had to go and get the five, what was the five or 20 from foot action to finish line? Oh, yeah. So you had to get them joints. Oh, man. Now, that was a wild time. So, needless to say, we can't really say anything about not being able to dress when you're between 18 and, or let's say, um, let's say 15 and 20 ish, 2021. Because uh, I feel like everybody, you're just dressing with whatever's cool at the time. You haven't really found your own style, or most people haven't anyway. So, um, but yeah, man. No. Uh, so, so what's so what's a? I would never wear this for Russell. A purse. I would never wear, and I know you're laughing, but man, I look at all these celebs wearing these man purses. I'm like, dude, what are you, what are you doing, man? Like, I I personally would never wear that. And I would never wear pants so tight that it felt like I was going to get a yeast infection in my balls. Like, I I just couldn't do it. I need room to breathe. Now, I'm not still in the boot-cut jeans either. Like, we're not out here like that. But... Oh, are you not out here in carpenter jeans? 
with the little loop on the left side. Yes. <laughs> I'm about to <laughs> we can't kick it if you out here and <laughs> Ice, you laughing, bro. Those used to be hard. They were. <laughs> they were. I'm not gonna lie, but you shouldn't be wearing them now. Uh, I still got a pair of uh, Tommy Hilfiger carpenter jeans. I hope we come back. I do. I have some too, but I, I'm saving them in case I go to a '90s party or something like that. Well, I was joking. You're a loser, but <laughs> <laughs> a '90s party. Shut up. You're stupid. I hate you. Man, what do you do now? Oh, I forgot. You fall asleep by eight, so there's <laughs> nothing you go to. Yeah, you're right because you're I already found my wife. I'm not out here hunting like you. Oh. I'm- <laughs> oh, you don't like to have fun? Ooh, my family is fun. Yeah, yeah, you have to say that. Okay, so <laughs> you're obligated to say that. Now, you, you, you just went out of town with a dude and didn't have fun. Like, at least <laughs> if you don't go out of town with a dude, at least make him treat you nice. Like, I'm not trying to hear what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't have fun. I just said the nightlife is trash. Uh, hey, you said you know? you y'all called it a night early so that, you, <laughs> so that yeah. y'all could leave together. That's what you said. I enjoyed myself. I wanted more from the state of Missouri. But you went out with a dude to another state on a vacation on your birthday weekend and then said that you didn't have fun. So don't talk to me about what me and my wife do as far as following the street. Okay. episodes of Housewives and we talk about <laughs> TV. And- Housewives, that's what you think of me? <laughs> oh, and, and when she say it's my turn to watch the Netflix, did you watch Game of Thrones already? You knew I want. I don't want. Look, yeah, your life is so much fun. No, and, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So this is something I'm passionate about. Forget what you're talking about, bro. Why? Okay. <laughs> why is binge watching a, a show? A team activity. Like, why do women feel like that, <laughs> that we have to watch the show at the exact same time together? Like, I don't get it. Like, right now. So, I'm really into, like, comics and all that type of stuff. Especially the shows and the movies and all of that, right? Yeah. So, you know my schedule. Like, I am finishing up my MBA, working full-time, coaching full-time, trying to get workouts in, helping my dad grow his business as well. I just got a lot of stuff going on. So sitting down every week and watching The Flash just wasn't a high priority for me. With that being said, I get really excited because a week after the show's end, bam, they're available on Netflix, which means I can watch it anytime that I have the chance. Yep. Now, I'm an outside sales, so there may be a time when, when I'm doing cardio, or, you know, in the mornings or when I'm having lunch or whatever the case may be where I can watch the show. So I can get in two episodes a day, easy money, before I even get home. But no. <laughs> but no. Oh, my God, boy. If I came home and we were on episode 11 and I'm on episode 15 now, oh, my that oh. Is, oh. <laughs> You it's won't hear the problem. end of it. Oh, it's a problem. But let me tell you this. She's she just told me she finished episode uh season season two of Riverdale. The whole season. She ain't never asked me if I wanted to watch it. She <laughs> like none of that. So but that's cool though. But oh let me get an episode ahead in the flash or arrow or anything like that. 
any the, the shows that I put her on, yeah, I gotta wait for her. How do you and, and how does that how does that make you feel? Uh, it frustrates me. And then, like for instance, today now don't get me wrong, I have a wonderful, phenomenal wife. She does so much with my daughter as far as the day-to-day things that allow me to be able to do all the stuff in the afternoons. So like perfect example, today I'm at home, I'm working on a couple of things, trying to, you know, just progress a couple of things that I'm working on that, you know, I'll speak about in the podcast when they come to fruition. But so she has to feed our daughter. Now we're all in the same vicinity, right? The living room runs right into the kitchen in our apartment. Mm-hmm. I cannot start the episode until she's fixed my daughter's food. Also, oh, even though she can see the TV and hear it, until she's start. comfortable, I can't start it. And that frustrates me because now I'm sitting there on my computer and I operate better with stuff in the background and I can't start it. So I'm sitting there 30 minutes. Like, oh my God, I just want to press play. But so that's what they mean. When they talk about happy wife, happy life, they're not talking about like being a pumpkin. Just, oh, yeah, baby, whatever you like. I'll do whatever you, yeah. Oh, I'll go get that for you. Sure. No, it's stuff like that. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not worth having her frustrated, especially considering she's doing all the work around the house anyway. So, you know, you just kind of like, oh, okay, baby, yeah, I'll see here. Exactly, man. I one of them. Yeah, but that's my rant. I'm just frustrated because apparently I didn't know watching TV took two people. That's all. <laughs> when you're married or you have a significant other, it does. Uh, I couldn't imagine. Like, have you ever done a uh, long distance relationship? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so your relationships have been in the same vicinity, right? But y'all didn't necessarily live together. Yeah. Does that rule still apply in that situation? Like, did y'all have shows that you had to wait on her to watch? Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily think it was have to wait, but it was kind of like a, a courtesy. So what's the guideline? Like, are you waiting? Like, let's say she missed that week. Like, let's say she had work. Uh, and she couldn't get by to watch it with you or whatever. Like the only time y'all had was like a planned date or something. So she can't really just watch the show with you. Do you have to wait two weeks now? Yeah, I, I think, I think the international rule is at least two episodes. If it's more than two episodes, then you can watch at least one. I don't know. I, I will have to verify that with my uh, my people, but. I think as long as it's less than two episodes, then you have to wait. And then after that, then I think it's you should be free to be able to watch that show. But you know, who knows? I don't know the I don't know the exact rule because it could change. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh uh, yeah. Women are women are <laughs> the most amazing thing to ever happen to us. <laughs> we as Russell and Nick of the Russell and Nick podcast 100% support women we love women and uh, yeah shout out to all the women in the world specifically my wife Nick's mom um, and Nick any women you want to specifically shout out shout out to my mom my mom my sister 
Uh, I'm just shouting out random women at this point. Probably gonna edit this out. The (laughs) the way you worded it was like your wife was my mom, which would make you mad, which would mean I want to kill you. I mean, look, man. (laughs) Um, so the last thing, Nick, um, and you know, I'm going to get something off of my chest, uh, balls, and you know, I'll let you chime in in a minute, but just give me a second. So I saw a a video that disturbed me uh, recently. It came out of this Memorial Day weekend, which is supposed to be a weekend honoring the troops who sacrificed everything so that uh, we could live comfortably. Um, don't at me. Don't send me messages about the history of Memorial Day. I know all of that. I'm telling you what it's designed to be for. Um, so thank you to all of those, especially those who the country didn't always uh, treat well and still were willing to make that sacrifice anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a time where we have a celebration where we celebrate the freedom game. That's why you see American flags out, the patriotism. That's why you see the cookouts, which lead to pool parties. Um, and that's where where this video comes from. So the video I, I saw a clip of, didn't know what it was um, until I saw it and started reading it. And uh, unfortunately, what it appeared to be, and I'm going to say appeared because obviously we know that you can't trust everything on the internet, but the consensus seems to have been that the young man didn't make it. Um, we got to stop pushing people in pools. Um, and I know this may seem silly to most people, but it's something that's near and dear to um, it's near and dear to me just because I see how silly it is. Now, luckily I've been able to swim for quite some time, but I do have several people, including my wife who can't swim. Um, and if we're at a pool party, you don't know who can or can't swim. We know that there are plenty of people, especially in our community, who can't, unfortunately. So, and yes, we all should get swim lessons. We all should. It, it can save your life. Unfortunately, what happened here to this man, from the best of the stories I can tell, was that um, he was pushed in. And apparently nobody noticed that he never came up and he was underwater for about 20 minutes. Now, again, this is all according to the comments that came out. I was so disturbed by this that I haven't gone much further than what I could see, but it seemed to be the consensus of that's what happened. Uh, By the time the video cuts on, the man is laying lifeless. They are attempting to perform CPR on him. And obviously with that type of time having passed, if that's accurate, it's much too little much too late so I say this with all sincerity I say this from the bottom of my heart please just be conscious of what you're doing be responsible we're all going to be at pool parties for the summer we're all going to be showing off our summer bodies we're going to be having drinks we're going to be indulging in whatever adults choose to indulge in good food good time let's just make sure that everybody makes it home safely Let's not drink and drive. Let's not push people in the pools. Let's not act irresponsible. Nick, you got anything to add? No, you pretty much said everything that I would have said. You know, just be aware of what you're doing and attempt. don't attempt to put anybody's life in danger just for, you know, the sake of having fun. So we all, you know, want to go home to our loved ones at the end of the day. So let's just make sure that we do our parts to make sure that. So 
uh, with that being said, uh, I hate to end on such a somber note, but hopefully Nick has something that will lift, lift our spirits. Uh, Nick, say something funny. Something funny. But, <laughs> but I do have some good news. Okay. Uh, for those that don't know, I host a weekly contest on my Facebook. I want to talk to you about that, too. But go ahead. Okay, that's fine. All you have to do is a subject every week. All you have to do is comment based on that subject. That's all you have to do. You're in a drawing for a $25 gift card, which varies. That's all you have to do. Uh, if you haven't, please just go comment. Uh, you know, I'm trying to promote more positivity. So that's what it's centered around. So if you have time, it takes about 30 seconds to do. Comment. You're in a drawing for a $25 gift card. But if you comment, the more times you comment, the more times you enter a draw, uh, end of your drawing. And I haven't determined the final amount of that, those gift cards that I'm going to give out, but they'll be at the minimum 100. So if you're not doing anything, just take 30 seconds, go to my Facebook, leave a comment based on whatever the week's comment is, and you'll be eligible. So Nick is extremely wealthy, in case you all can't uh, tell. So, but he has a a very giving heart. This is an amazing thing that he's done. I've watched him do it for uh, a couple of weeks and, you know, he selects random winners. He actually gives them the gift card. Uh, unlike some of these things I've seen people do in the past, no shade to anyone. Um, but Nick is really just doing a good thing. Uh, something that God placed on his heart to do and he's executing it. With that being said, bro, what's up, man? Why haven't I won a gift card yet? Like, that's what I want. I feel like it's playing it unfairly against me. Like, what's up, man? I bet, bro, I gave you three fire comments. I've had some of the best, most well thought out, most articulate comments. And then you go give it to somebody who, like, didn't even follow the rules. And I hope she's listening. I want all the smoke. <laughs> so, no, it's, and that's <laughs> the thing about this contest. It's not based on content. It's just based on participation. And you do have to follow the questions. And if I have a two-part question in there, you have to answer both parts. So with that being said, at, at that point, it's just a look at a draw. Your name goes in the drawing. I pick from that name. It's just unfortunately you haven't been ch chosen. Man, you know? if, if I don't win by the end of these gift cards, I'm going to baby to you. Like, that's my new adjective. I'm debating folks all summer. In the words of a famous actor, I got heat for people like you, cuz. <laughs> With that being said, you have listened to the second episode of the Russell and Nick podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this one as much as you enjoyed the first one. If you don't, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Square up. I got the baby energy for everybody all summer. Um, and everybody <laughs> we want to thank y'all for giving us your time uh like once again this has been the russell and nick podcast this is russell signing out this is nick thanks for listening